stand by for Wyoming Hooking and Hunting Outdoors with your host, Drew Kirby. Hey, this is Luke Holmes. I am Morgan Wallen. I'm Riley Green. I'm Travis Denning. Hey, I'm Aaron Lewis. Hey, it's Luke Bryan. I'm Tim McGraw. What's up? This is Ian Munsick. Ah, uh, this is Craig Moore. And you're listening to Wyoming Hooking and Hunting Outdoors. My Country 95.5. Thank you so much for tuning in for another great week of Hooking and Hunting Outdoors. Lots to cover today, and we appreciate each and every one of you that have gone over and listened on the app to all of our previous episodes, and you can do that at any time. Just go to the station's app. We've got a conversation with Janet Millick from uh, Wyoming Game and Fish about the upcoming Expo. That's happening very soon. Find out all the details. Brian from Rocky Mountain Discount Sports and my good buddy, Johnny McGuire. He's an artist out of Nashville. He loves the outdoors. He's a fisherman. He's a hunter. He gets out and does it. We'll find out some behind-the-scenes stuff of how people go around in Nashville and, and make it and what they have to go through to get to that point. It's all coming up today on the show. Thank you so much for tuning in. My Country 95.5, Wyoming hooking and hunting outdoors with Drew Kirby. If you have a question, want to make a comment, or have an idea for a show topic, message us on the My Country mobile app. My Country 95.5, Wyoming hooking and hunting outdoors on My Country 95.5. Welcome back to the show. Of course, we always get the opportunity to talk to Wyoming Game and Fish and Janet you have been uh, bouncing around all over the state the first part of this year. You guys are uh, kind of getting ready for all the big events that will start coming up here in the next couple of months. That's right. The weather's getting nice, and we're getting excited about some of, of our events. We always have lots of them that, that we do, but the one I think that everybody knows the most about is the expo that is coming up. And so we've called it lots of different things, and now we're calling it the Wyoming Outdoor Expo. So at the expo, it's it's a lot of opportunities for families to take their kids for uh, schools to bring students out and learn about the love and the way to respect the outdoors. That's exactly it. And, and Drew, the fun thing about this event is we work with a lot of our, our different partners. And so everybody's involved, whether it's the North Platte Walleyes Unlimited, whether it's Trout Unlimited, whether it's some of our, our hunting organizations, everybody comes to help with the kids on our two school days, our Thursday and Friday from 9 to 3, that we have busloads of kids that come and visit, or whether it's our Saturday day where we have families that come and learn different things to to do to be outside. Now, when it comes to things to, to learn, I mean, are, are there seminars going on? Are there example like casting and hunting calls? You know, Drew, um, we first started this event in 1998, and there's been a few years here and there that we haven't done it, like last year due to COVID. But the the events that you talk about are are usually consistent throughout the ages. We do have those places where you can learn to fly cast, where you can learn to spin cast, where you can learn to shoot a shotgun. And so those are some of the things um, that are pretty fantastic about having it right here in Casper. The Ford Wyoming Center has a canoe pond that they built for us many, many, many years ago. And so we have the ability to even put kids in the water and teach them a J-stroke. Wow, how cool is that? And all hands-on and learning. Now, what if I'm not a 
a kid and and, and I'm more of an adult and I'm going to come out. Are there adult based uh, things happening there too? Absolutely. And and that's one of the great things about this event is that, you know, you have people manning every single booth. And so it's easy just to ask a question. If the information is a little bit below you and you know exactly where all four subspecies of cutthroat trout in Wyoming live and, and you know all about the cut slam, but you're not quite sure what a freshwater drum is and you want to know more, those fish biologists are there to answer those questions. Other than attending, there are ways for people to participate in this as a sponsor or volunteer. Um, there are. There's lots of different ways. And you can go online under our education section and you can see lots of different opportunities, whether you want to sponsor, whether you want to host a booth, whether you want to volunteer. Um, it is a great time to to work with kids and work with families in Wyoming and help them understand your passion and hopefully given passion of their own. And what I really love about this is the fact that Game and Fish will be there and we talk a lot about questions that come into us and restriction issues and, and all kinds of blurry lines on things. This would be a great opportunity to come out, bring the kids, and even learn about these situations. Absolutely. We'll have a ton of handouts with all of our regulations. We have a booth where the director sits with a cup of coffee, and you can come and chat about any issues that you see are fit, maybe in your your neck of the woods. If it's Casper, great. If you're from other places, we're, we're here to help that as well. And, you know, again, on the, the education side of things. We're here to not just talk about hunting and fishing, but the science behind it. So if you have any of those questions about why we do things management-wise, what's going on with the populations, you know, we have booths set up to help with that as well. Awesome. Mark your calendars now, May 5th through 7th at the Ford Wyoming Center. Uh, you can go to the My Country 95.5 mobile app. We'll have all this information up for you to check out and even find out more. Janet, thanks so much. Thanks, Drew. Listening to Wyoming Hooking and Hunting Outdoors, My Country 95.5. And as always, uh, Wyoming Game and Fish, very kind to answer any questions that you may have. If you go to the My Country 95.5 mobile app, you can uh, ask any kind of question you have. And again, just like they told you back in school, there is no dumb questions because you're going to get a straight answer. Brian, I, I think uh, this probably go directly to you. The, the question comes from Jesse. Jesse wants to know, is there a difference between a big game and a small game hunting license? Absolutely. Um, big game hunting licenses are hunting licenses for deer, elk, antelope, moose, bighorn sheep. Um, and small game licenses are for like rabbits and squirrels. And we have other types of licenses too. We have like a game bird license. So if you want to go pheasant hunting, you'd have to get a game bird license. Even if you're going to go duck hunting, you have to have a game bird license plus your duck stamp. So, you know, if people have questions on those simple questions, they might think are a little bit more difficult. They can call any game and fish office, call your local game warden or biologist. And we can help you out. But, um, small game licenses are awesome for kids to get involved in, in hunting. Um, you know, get out and do some rabbit hunting is kind of a, one of those hunting trips that you take first with your with your dad is go out rabbit hunting. You know, and get that outdoor experience and and things like that, shooting a twenty two and and having a good time. And uh, big game licenses, you know, taking your kid out and uh, antelope hunting or deer hunting, you know, which is the most common license that you know young kids will have, you know, during the fall time. So it's not a, a hard question to answer, but it's one of those where. I can see where another question that we talked last week about our regulations not being as easy as people think right. it is. It's just, you know, 
call us and ask us a question, and we'll, we'll be right there to help answer those questions for you. One of the things that Brian is not mentioning is the difference in how you get a big game license versus a small game license. And and so there's there's always a difference about whether something's through the draw or whether you can buy it over the counter. And the small game is, is really great because if you have been in the state um, for a period of time, you can purchase a lifetime license and small game is on that list as well as a fishing license, conservation stamp. So folks could definitely look into that. And if you're, you're interested in either a non-game um, or, sorry, not a non-game, a non-resident or a resident licenses, those apply to both of those small game and big game licenses as well. Clear as mud. Clear as mud. Jesse, I, I hope that that really helps you out. And, and really, again, there's no dumb question. The dumbest question is one you didn't ask. And that's kind of what I think because, you know, you don't want to get busted for not having the right license and uh, and without one. That that just isn't very smart. What, what's the fine if you get busted hunting without a license? Um, you know, small game, it's, 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 uh, they're all misdemeanors. Um, type of thing. And, um, like say if you purposely did it too, it makes a difference. Um, that will depend on if it's, uh, just a misdemeanor fine, um, like a traffic ticket, or if you end up going in front of the, the judge and the judge decides, you know, what your penalties would be. Um, hunting without a small game license, I don't know where off the top of my head, but it's probably a couple hundred dollars, I think is probably what it would be. But if you get caught hunting a big game without a license, uh, it's a little bit more serious. It like again, it all comes down to purpose. I mean, you got to have a license with you. You're out there, so it probably is going to be one of those where you're going to be in court and uh, telling your side of the story and our side of the story to the judge and making that decision on on um, you know what the fine would be and the penalties. And it, it's not a good good thing if you get caught on the bad side of that. Are no, no, it would not be. There's no. a couple good stories out this week. You should check out Drew about a gentleman who just got a seventy thousand dollar fine. <sighs> Wow, for hunting without a license? Yes. Well, it can get a little bit more complicated than that. Yeah. So, but yes. Well, Jesse, you didn't ask that, but now you know. Game and Fish, thank you guys. Thank you very much. It's Wyoming Hooking and Hunting Outdoors on My Country 95.5. Brian Woodward from Rocky Mountain Discount Sports and uh, myself have been sitting here. Uh, shooting the bull about some of the stuff going on this very unseasonable, odd February. Uh, and waterfowl season in our area is, is moving out. So uh, that doesn't mean that you can't still do some bird hunting, though. No, at the weather, uh, you know, unfortunately, uh, for the guys that like to ice fish, you know, we're getting some 40 and maybe even upwards to 50-degree weather coming up here in the, in the near future. So, uh, you know, the ice conditions may not be as favorable. Um but there's still, you know, uh, Riverbend roosters right outside of town here. You and I have been out there. Yeah. Um, we shot some pheasants out there. So that's still good. So you can still keep your dog active. And then there's, you know, there's just always something with the nicer weather. You know, there's just, we just kind of change our pace. Now, uh, Riverbend uh, roosters, they're open for just a few more weeks, right? In, through March and yeah. into March. And then they'll kind of shut down for a little while. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly their dates, but March and then, uh, I was talking to Bob this last week. They've got a sporting clays. They've actually have three sporting clays courses. Uh, so you can go out there and still keep uh, brushed up on your shooting skills. And they're uh, going to be starting some leagues out there. So 
you know, four to six person leagues. You go out there, pick a night whenever you want to go out there, shoot your round. Uh, I'm playing indoor golf right now, and it's, it's kind of just it's going to take the place of my indoor golf yeah. night. <laughs> uh, we we have all kinds of stuff here uh, in the store that will help you with the remaining or remaining time with uh, upland birds and even the the trap shooting and, and clay shooting. You guys carry all those too. Yeah, we do, and uh, the target loads have still been pretty good. Um, you know, so. Uh, wouldn't be bad to stock up a little bit, but I think uh, that's going to be a little bit uh, looser this summer. So I think we're, we won't have as big of a problem finding those uh, those rounds as we did last year. So at this stage of the year, we're really not sure what's going to happen. Obviously, in about a month and 11 days, it'll officially be spring. <laughs> but here in Wyoming, that's not always the case. But with this false sense of uh, warm weather, you know, your boat becomes a, a pretty big uh, a big thing. Oh yeah, we're all uh, we're all itching to be the first one on the open water. So uh, you know, now's a really good time just to kind of go through the boat, replace any lost or broken rod holders you had, make sure you got a good charge on your batteries, maybe reorganize that tackle box that you just threw in the bottom of the boat at the end of the season, <laughs> uh, reline reline your poles, you know, and uh, we we spool them for free for you if you you know if you buy the line from us, so we'll spool it for you. So. It's a good time to just strip down all your uh, reels, bring in the spools, and uh, we'll get them. We'll get them locked, uh, loaded up for you. So it's a, yeah, it's 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 right around the corner. And, and yeah, I, I can just see talking to you <laughs> that you're chomping at the bit already to get the boat out and and get your line in the, in the water for some walleye. Which speaking of walleye, the uh, walleye banquet is is coming up here in the beginning of April too. Yep, we've only got a few tables left, but we do have uh, tickets available here at Rocky Mountain, and uh, that banquet is April 9th. Uh, so uh, yeah, if you're interested, you've been to one before. Um, pretty much same program, and it's passionate to me because for one it's uh, it's one of the few uh fundraisers that actually 100 percent of the proceeds stay here in wyoming so no paid members no money being sent off to uh other or other parts of our organization in other co- parts of the country 100 percent stays here so all those fishing poles that you've seen given away at yesness pond and different events uh that's that's generally because of the north platte walleyes and even just this last weekend up at the uh the hog yep. derby yeah at the hog derby we, i think i think we gave away 50 or 100 poles up there um and it was a great event i mean i think a lot of people caught fish they had over 500 participants from what i heard and the north platte walleye sponsored uh nine veterans uh for that day and uh we had some volunteers come out and help drill holes and teach guys how to run tip-ups and jigging rods and uh one of the veterans actually took third place in the uh in the in the event oh nice well you know and, and you and i've talked a lot about uh the north platte walleye unlimited and um, you know, it's a great thing in this banquet coming up and it's very cheap to become a member and, you know, you can be part of all this. I mean, yeah, our, 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 our yearly membership's $20, you know, and that really just kind of covers administrative costs for putting together newsletters and that kind of stuff. Um, and then we use that for the Tough Man tournament. So a lot of people have heard about the, uh, the Tough Man tournament. That actually is going to be held on April 23rd at Alcova Reservoir. And that's always, you know, that's, that's always the first the first sign of how how good or how bad the season's going to be but that's really a fun tournament and uh, you know it's usually 30 to 45 boats it's a, it's a good turnout three person teams so. and it's and it's enough to get you excited because again we're just a couple of months away from all of this action so get out here to 
Rocky Mountain Discount Sports. If you have any questions on the North Platte uh, walleyes, Brian is is here to to answer that. Has the tickets and uh, any more information on that? Get out here, check it out, get yourself ready for springtime. It'll be here before you know it. Thanks, Drew. Baby, Wyoming hooking and hunting outdoors on My Country ninety five five. Thank you so much for sticking around on the program. Lots to come with Johnny McGuire. Johnny, an artist that has been around Nashville for quite some time. He and I have talked about fishing and hunting and having a good time quite a few times. Now, uh, before we get any further, if you've missed any of the shows prior to this one, you can hear them all on demand at the station's app. Now, let's get Johnny McGuire on the program. Johnny, how are things been going? Been good, man. I've uh, I've been pretty busy um, just making music and uh, trying to get back out on the road here shortly. Are you got a big 2022 planned? As far as touring, not so much yet. Um, I haven't really – I just switched booking agents, so it's kind of in the early phases. But I'm recording a lot of music with a couple different producers, so that's kind of my main focus right now is just getting the product um, and then hitting the road once the product's ready to be you know, promoted and stuff like that. So really your focus right now is writing and recording new songs to get out to people. Yeah. Yeah. I've been doing um, the last couple of months, a lot of stuff with Drake White. He and I have been writing a bunch. We wrote like five or six songs and then picked four of them that we really liked. And we're actually hitting the studio tomorrow. Um, and so about 10 a.m. we'll be in there um, starting the, the process. And we're going to do an EP I think it'll be a little bit more um, Americana vibes with country. Um, I grew up listening to Tom Petty, John Prine, Dwight Yoakam. So it's kind of a mix of all my influences. Um, and then with Drake's Touch, which is, you know, a little bit more, not hippie, but. I, I like to describe uh, Drake White as being that Alabama stomper, you know? Yes, exactly. It, You're right. like, he, re- he really has that Alabama twang and sound, but. Uh, you know, you can, you can put him anywhere. So you're going to get a little bit of that vibe in on in this one, huh? Yeah. And, uh, we started writing our first write was actually on April, in April of this past year. And, um, it was kind of a, a troubadour type song. There's, there's like, uh, you know, there's guns and crime and drugs and, uh, stuff that I, I don't really do in my real life, but I like to write about and, and, create stories and and that kind of started this relationship with drake and i and we both were like wow we kind of like to write the same stuff um you know that stuff that's influenced from that 70s classic rock vibe and um so we just kept going out to his his barn um out in white hollow and i i know that that drake is one of the he's an outdoorsman right he loves the outdoors loves the totally hunt and fish and you know being in country music can you not love that most of the songs at least at least I say three fourths of the time you talk about that stuff. So it's like, even if you're not a fisherman or you're not a hunter, um, you meet so many people that do that, that you get invited to go fishing and, um, you maybe pick up on it or, um, you know, Nashville is a city, but just 20 minutes out, you can go do some pretty good deer hunting. Um, Nashville's changed, I think a little bit. And so is country music. Not everybody hunts, but there are still a lot of people who, who love to do it. And so that's why you hear about it in so many songs. You hear about that, those bucks and, you know, the, the rod and reel and the fishing and stuff. So. Well, we all know that country music's about uh, drinking songs, and drinking and fishing go together, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, as long as you can fit the cooler in the boat, that's probably more important than the tackle. Just grab some worms <laughs> and uh, and head out there with some cold beer. But 
Um, I actually got my, I bought a fishing license like three months ago and didn't realize that the season ended in February. So I'm going to have to buy another one. Dog. I, I got, it, it, it expires. So <laughs> yeah. I didn't really think that one through. Well, luckily here in Wyoming, when you buy your license, you have a whole year to use it. So even if the year ends, the license is still good. So you would, you'd have yeah. been okay out here probably. Tennessee should probably take a note from Wyoming on that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, you should come out and uh, and do some fishing out here with us. I'd love to, man. I'd love to. I'm sure you guys have a little bit better fishing than us, or I guess different. We, you know, we've got kind of just fresh lakes. Uh, I do some fishing on Percy Priest, um, and then literally just hit up a, this app called Fish Brain, and I'll just see where people are catching fish, and they'll tag where they are if if they're willing to give up that spot, and then next time you go. You know, you'll see a, a couple people there because of uh, this app. So it's crazy what your cell phone could do. It'll literally tell you where the fish are now. Yeah. Well, here in Wyoming, they're very uh, tight-lipped on where they're they're catching their fish. So uh, yeah, you know, they're smart. It, it, yeah, exactly. There, there's some pretty prime fishing land here. As a matter of fact, Luke Bryan comes out here and fishes right here in in Casper. So you know, it's good when the, the big names come out. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Talking with my buddy Johnny McGuire, Johnny, singer-songwriter out of Nashville. So, Johnny, you've been doing music for a long time, and you've got songs out. What's the best way to find those songs? You can find that stuff on Spotify and Apple and, and any uh, place that streams music, Amazon, under Johnny McGuire. Um, but I'll just say the music that I'm trending towards is on my socials, like my Instagram, Johnny McGuire Music, my TikTok, Johnny McGuire Music, uh, my YouTube page, which is Johnny McGuire. And I put a lot of my – the acoustic originals that I've been writing for these projects, I've been posting on all that stuff um, trying to just grow the the following and, and let people know what's coming next. So, Well, I, I definitely like watching the the artist version. And when, when I say artist version, the acoustic version is the songwriter version, I feel, of, of every song because that's where it started with a guitar, a pen, and a few words. Yeah, for sure. And – I think that's my favorite part too. Um, I've been writing a lot by myself recently and, and when I moved to Nashville, I, I really wasn't doing that. It's funny how, you know, I moved to town about 10 years ago and it's, it's wild how you do the, you do everything for 10 years and then realize I should just be doing what I did when I moved to town, you know, yeah. which is what made me, me, what made Johnny McGuire myself. Well, stick with that, Johnny. I'm, I'm telling you, you know, I, I've known you for a while and, uh, be yourself. All right, man. Well, we appreciate you stopping in on the show. And again, go check out Johnny McGuire Music. That's where you can find him on socials, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks again. All right, brother. I appreciate it. All right, Johnny. Take care. We want you to go over to the app and download and listen to all the previous episodes if you've missed any of Wyoming Hooking and Hunting Outdoors. Thanks again for tuning in. Back next week with another great episode.